0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cardistry Talk. This is episode, oh, not starting out good. 18 or 19, I'm not sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But today I'm joined by Lars Myrand with um, the wet long hair, rocking it.
1: Crazy long hair. Got some pandemic hair. Hey guys, Cardistry Talk. (laughs) All right, let's um, talk some cards. Let's talk some Cardistry. Okay.
0: Uh, obvious reasons super happy to have you on the show so uh, i have a list of questions i'll try to hit some and then i also have some people Mm -hmm. that submitted some stuff on instagram we'll try to hit up but um just the first question i have for you is what do you feel about other people teaching your moves because i saw a lot of those Mm -hmm. tutorials when i was looking at stuff uh before this interview yeah especially one person which i won't name but there's
1: a whole bunch of those i mean it's no secret you know that iron man guy Um, yeah it's not a big deal It's really not. And I love seeing people do my moves. you know, um, if you ever like do one, tag it on Instagram. Like I see it. I look at all of them. It's, it's really fun. Even if it's not like the craziest smooth performance, like it's, it's sick, you know? Um, but just keep in mind that most of the tutorials aren't really good. Like basic, they usually get some mechanics wrong. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's, pretty major it's um, not cool you know like especially without permission and stuff yeah. um, but like i'm happy people want to do my moves
0: you yeah know? that's that's great that they like your moves enough to
1: yeah. want to try so to like figure it out on their own
0: on yeah i'm gonna try to avoid talking too much about carter street con because i know you've probably been asked a to mm-hmm. ton about Carter street con 2019 and mm-hmm. i'm i'm more interested in stuff after that how do you think uh people specifically in the cardistry community as well uh treat you mm. compared to before CardistryCon. con
1: not that different i mean like i think just more people know about me um but yeah i don't think it's like super different because like before CardistryCon, con before ccc like i already knew people you know i was talking to patrick chase andrew you know like i don't know i feel like i was kind of already in the scene before the competition so it's not really a big difference. Um, yeah, but card fame, it's like it's super negligible compared to any other kind of thing. Like, I don't know, like it's not, it's like the least big deal to everyone else, but card people just go nuts, you know. So it's uh uh let's chill.
0: Do you have any tips for people that want to succeed into a a Cardistry competition, like Cardistry Mm -hmm. Con or the Newly Fontaine Mm -hmm. trials, things like that?
1: Yeah, that's a a really good question. Um, So some basic stuff, just understand the rules of the competition. There's been some incredible people disqualified for unfortunate reasons before. Um, Plan, be prepared, uh, take your time, start early. And if you can finish, send it to a friend, get some feedback, and then make a second or third draft. Um, I think understanding the the competition itself, like who won last year, why did they win? You know, um, did the judges give feedback last year? You should read that, study that up too, and maybe a little bit on the judges themselves and like what they like and don't like and shouldn't be a big factor in what you do, but just something to keep in mind. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously hard work too. I was super hyped on all the CCCs. Like 2016, I was like, it was exciting shit, you know? Like every time a video would come out, it's like, oh damn, look at all that crazy stuff. Like the uncuts in particular were really, really exciting. Um, And yeah, I would look at all the feedback and then sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the judge is talking about there.
0: And that's another thing I was going to want to potentially talk to you about is like judging in cardistry. Like how, how do you judge mm-hmm. what makes a good cardist or makes one cardist better than another?
1: It is subjective. You know, like I like some videos more than other videos and everyone has a different opinion. Um, just comes down to consensus, basically. And like, I think in general, judges and community, they kind of narrow in on certain things. And uh, there's certain patterns, there's certain trends that like we kind of agree. You know, closers are good. Normally, the judges are very well qualified and mm. have a good taste, basically. So, usually works out. Um, yeah, that is a good, good question.
0: But what's it like working with uh, Trevor to make mm. playing cards and just creating? So I first heard about Trevor
1: through Sam Pratt at the 2017 cardistry con and sam was like yo this kid is nuts he's gonna be breakout cardist next year all this crazy shit and i was like whatever dude whatever and then i didn't get to meet him till eight, 20 2018 yeah and like i think right off the bat i was like yo this kid's got something this kid's interesting he's a." And yeah, I don't know, we started jamming, sharing ideas and stuff and it was pretty clear like we're on the same wavelength. We've got something in common. Like it's not easy to explain, I guess, but like there's something there. It felt kind of destiny. I don't know, it feels like an Edgar McCalco thing where it's just like, makes sense. So um, yeah, and I think um, just working together a lot, just jamming. A lot of my moves, you know, he influenced maybe the other way around. I'm not sure, but just talking and yeah, there's definitely like a group think going on to an extent, but I think there's still some differences too. So yeah, just made sense to work
0: together. Deep knowledge of like your moves. I think that they can Mm -hmm. potentially have a better idea of how to film it or show it off.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, no, that's super important. Um, and we try to film stuff in a bunch of different ways and it takes a long time. And a really common thing with cardistry is like the performer does it perfectly, but the cameraman like maybe messes up a little bit. A lot of times like filming perfectly is harder than doing the move. So so that uh, cameraman performance dynamic is like such a big deal nowadays.
0: How long do you think it would take to like to film How long do you think it takes to film, like, one move for you, usually?
1: I mean, it could be a minute. It could be 30 seconds. It could be an hour if it's, like, really hard. Um, I mean, if it's, like, an easy move, it doesn't take too long. Mm -hmm. If there's, like, some elaborate setup going on where there's, like, weird lighting and, like, we got some crazy shit, then maybe it's harder. But, uh, I mean, I think with CCC... And like competitions, it's a little more boundary pushing where you're trying to do all these insane moves. So it takes a little longer. Um, but yeah, just kind of casually, it doesn't take too long.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting too. I don't know if you've experienced this, but a lot of the moves that I first made, I have trouble performing them because I, I haven't done them in so long. Oh, huh. so I don't know if you've experienced that ever before, but
1: it's normally the the opposite. Really, <laughs> the stuff I've been doing in a while is it's no no brainer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I often get caught up when I'll make a move and then like I'll be satisfied with it and I'm like okay I'm never gonna t- touch it again because <laughs> mm, <laughs> okay. I want to create yeah, something new.
1: <laughs> On to the next.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I mean and a, a lot of that too is probably a lot of my first moves aren't very good, but um mm.
1: um. Yeah, I think some moves, like you once on camera and you're like, whew, problem <laughs> solves. That's, that's the end of that. Um, but then other moves have like a more sustainable longevity.
0: Okay, one question I got for you too. This is a very big one for me because I was curious about it uh, during some of your talks with other people. What's, uh, what's going on with that rug thing in the background? What, what is that?
1: The tapestry?
0: The tapestry, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean
0: it's it's tapestry.
1: It's like pretty basic shit. Yeah, I mean I see um I see like this exact one all the yeah. time. Like it's I don't know, it's like a common fucking white girl college thing really. <laughs> I don't know. Um
0: I just think it's cool. Like it
1: so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like them a lot. I think um, it's uh it's fun.
0: One quote you said, um, when talking with Jasper's, and this like was mind-bending for me at the time um was that you said difficulty is occasionally a design flaw and that is one of the best quotes ever made i must say (laughs) oh man you're welcome no i
1: I guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i i I think it's great concept because i think a lot of people get caught up Mm. in trying to make something that's difficult instead of focusing on something that's impressive a lot of really impressive things are Mm -hmm. simpler like springs but um okay what do you find that you prefer to make simple moves or more difficult moves
1: um well first off all first of all i gotta give sam credit for that quote that was like a direct thing that he told me i did not like originally have that idea at all. Um, but I like to make everything. I like to make some moves that are literally only possible once and then some moves that are really easy. I think both hard moves and easy moves have a place and are important and should be valued and honored. Um, and it's it's pretty obvious like hard moves are hard easy moves are easy you know like there's no need to overthink it um, but I think the, the important takeaway is a lot of the times like you want to capture like a certain idea, like a certain thing, like a certain visual maybe, and you're trying to do it through this really hard method. But oftentimes there's like a much easier version that like basically accomplishes the same thing. Um, Sometimes that's just like a really subtle mechanic shift like moving your pinky a tiny bit one direction or it's like more of a major design change. But in general, yeah. Yeah. The message is just, if you can do it simpler then why not? Yeah.
0: I think it's interesting too. People get so caught up in trying to create something one way and instead of looking at all the options or just leaving it and coming back to it.
1: Yeah. You got to take your time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, just in general what's your creative process like when when creating these moves is it very oh of... man
1: oh man all right let me get out the whiteboard let me uh, get out the <laughs> get slides. some
0: matthew Bedouin analytics going
1: yeah let's uh run the numbers man it's not simple you know like people have written encyclopedias on the creative process and shit like that but like um, some basic principles to think of is a lot of stuff is iterative. It is like component based. So you have a bunch of little ideas and you kind of put them together or expand on them, having an idea, what do you want to make? If you like really want to make something, you probably will, you know? So having some ideas, some, uh, passion for it, you know, like that really, really
0: helps. I really like the idea of like having an idea, like having an idea for a move and then trying to make it happen mm. instead of trying to force something random to happen. Cause I think a lot of people just go in this free form mode that nothing gets done.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think that's easier though, just to kind of mess around. That's a lot easier Matt, um, I think it was actually Dimitri that kind of suggested the difference between head and hand thinking. So head thinking, you know, you visualize something, you got some idea and then apply it to the cards. And then hand thinking is kind of more fiddly, more just what is possible. Um, I don't know, at least in my experience, hand thinking is much easier. It's much faster, it's much more practical. And then head thinking usually like, you know, you think of something and it doesn't work. Um, so you need both basically
0: getting back on the quote train you once said if you're not having fun why why do it type of th- something like that nature
1: yeah yeah i mean you should still work hard you know like but if you're not enjoying the work is about mm-hmm. and
0: like not trying to force yourself to create something yeah i think yeah. for some people was important mm-hmm. um some people, I think when they have a deadline, they might actually flourish. Like, I think maybe like mm. Louis McCalko and Edgar Isaac might be like that from what I've seen. Maybe not, but
1: I think it, the deadlines helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially like with the final, um, cause it's like, well, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> I gotta do something. Let's go.
0: Do, do you find that there's like a pressure on you during those moments?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, it wasn't too stressful because, you know, like I wanted to make moves. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make videos. So it,
0: it works out. Do you have any other hobbies outside of cardistry?
1: Uh, cardistry is like the hobby, you know,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: when I found cardistry, I was like, Oh, this is it. Yeah. You know, wow. That's, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I do like, I used to rock climb a lot not too much nowadays uh photography is another really cool one but yeah no it's it's pretty much cards <laughs> it's pretty much cards yeah, yeah I uh, I'd love to like dabble in some other stuff but um uh, just knowing like how hard it is to advance in stuff like I kind of want to focus that on cards
0: if I mm-hmm. can do you find you'll you'll be really into something and then you'll be like then you'll get tired of it real quick after like a month or so? Um or it's just cards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of cards. Kind of like uh uh a couple of years ago, I think I did that a lot. Nowadays, no. not so much, yeah. So what other stuff uh you do you like speed cube or something?
0: I learned oh, how play to cube soccer
1: yes, yes. wow that's weird again. I do my research
0: too snap oh. it is always super weird when like I message somebody and they are be like yeah I know who you are I'm like how <laughs> why
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess you might live a little bit closer to more cars than I probably do mm-hmm. but do you mm-hmm. find like it's a similar amount of interaction because that's what I found from a lot of other guests is that mm-hmm. even though COVID is going on right now like, they didn't really meet people in public anyways.
1: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a little different here in the Bay Area because we did meet, like, pretty often. Like, every other month or something, we would, like, try to get, like, a decent-sized thing going on. We were just about to start a monthly jam. We were so close, and then COVID hit. So, uh, no, it has dramatically slowed down. And the Curtis are pretty spread out amongst the area here. So it's kind of hard to see each other. Um, but I basically just stay in touch with Trevor and Kyle
0: pretty well. Do you like learning other people's moves or like? Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Especially cuts. Um, Cause I think like fans and stuff, I don't know. It's not as fun to learn, honestly like a lot of cuts just feel good um love learning cuts um like Nikolai cuts especially they just like yeah they just feel like way too perfect like the fingers were just supposed to go where they go
0: Mm -hmm. um I I've always thought like if I can create something I would rather take the time mm -hmm. to do that than Mm -hmm. learn someone else's moves but I also yeah. think that that doesn't open you up to as many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always also don't want to be like influenced by what other people are doing and put it mm-hmm. into what I'm trying to create.
1: I think some people are more impressionable than others. like I think I can learn a bunch of moves and still make moves you know and not mm-hmm. be like misled or something like that. Um, But maybe if you're earlier on or something and like maybe only know Tobias moves and no other moves, you might have like a a Tobias. Um, But I think learning moves is very important because like when I started out, I didn't really know moves. And then I learned flip phone. My life changed instantly. I I didn't know that's like what cardistry could be. Like it it was a whole new thing. If you don't know flip phone, you should learn flip phone. Um, Yeah, no, that taught me so much about like what cardistry could be and like how it was different from what I was doing. So kind of expanding your horizons a little bit by learning some stuff can help. Um, Yeah, you don't always need to learn stuff. Like I tried learning Squall, huge mistake, huge waste of time. (laughs) Don't learn Squall, that's a... it's just fucking stupid. I wish I could do Squall, but...
0: I mean, early on, too, I don't know that you should try to be making... Uh, I don't know. Like, just beginning out.
1: could. Yeah. Yeah. You try some stuff, for sure. I think maybe
0: just getting in the creative mindset and process might be important.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like,
0: mm-hmm. everybody knows, like, the person that makes something with a charlier cut and is like, is this new? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Everybody's experienced that, and then immediately... <laughs> hordes uh, of people just <laughs> oh man. this was made 10 years ago
1: i got like a lego love variation yeah yeah i think you should still try to make stuff no matter what skill level and there's so many different creative paths like you can just do like video shit like super intensely and like i don't know that's creative cardistry too in my opinion so like yeah you can like just do car destroy you can like there's a lot of different options you know
0: Mm -hmm. i was talking with cam toner earlier i don't don't know if you uh, he's the owner of organic playing cards and he said like even if you make a move that someone already has made you're already in the creative process and making something that was like already successful right like it doesn't downplay the fact that you made something because it's already been created because it still came from you if that makes any sense No, that's
1: uh yeah no it's not like it's not a bad thing, that you made a good move. You know, that's, that's dope. Um, And that does happen, you know, not super often, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. If anything, it shows you that you're on the the right framework
1: to get Mm -hmm. to that,
0: to those inverginal moves.
1: Someone else uh, agrees with you. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One thing I want to talk about too, that I I love that you did was uh, the mortal man video and just kind Mm -hmm. of, showcasing some of the mistakes you've made along Cars Recon 19 is showing like Mm -hmm. they weren't all one takes because I think it's it's really easy as viewers to think other people are perfect or are like doing amazing things Mm -hmm. and not having any challenges with it Um, because like there's the whole notion of like doing something really impressive and then acting like it was it was not hard you know
1: first try every try yeah 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 no i love that video that's like i almost like it more than the videos. like the actual rounds like it just plays like a fun video and it's easy to watch um yeah and i think the the lesson is a little twofold it's both that people do mess up you know but it's also i think it's more personal too like me and aslan are really talented and stuff But we make mistakes so it's kind of balancing that out like um and if you're familiar with the song is basically saying like while you praise kendrick today for making an incredible album and being amazing how would your opinion change if something happens if he gets in some scandal or something so uh, it's really trying to align with the actual song yeah yeah i really like the shot where So that final move of the final video, it ends like just before it gets full circle. And then later you find out like I fucked it up and I didn't even do it right.
0: At the end of the show, I usually do a Mm -hmm. rapid round of questions. So it's like three minute timer and the goal is to get through as many random questions as possible. And they're like quick things like iPhone or Android type of thing. Easy. Let's go. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Starting the timer. Favorite restaurant?
1: (laughs) Bad start. Uh Uh, There's a place in Portland called Thai Peacock, which is really good.
0: Cats or dogs?
1: Cats. But they're both cool.
0: Yeah. Um, iphone or android
1: i i use iphone but both are cool
0: uh do you play video games no so you don't have a favorite question i always have to ask toilet paper over or under do you know the like, context
1: like does normal toilet paper uh, yeah
0: so oh. how the rule hangs off
1: what do you use it for
0: To clean Um, (laughs) up. Oh. (laughs) It's how the role. um, Yeah, obviously over. Yeah. Okay. No question. Right. I always have to ask that question because I get peer pressured into it. I don't know why. Who is the most famous cardist you've met?
1: Zach, I guess.
0: Just look in the mirror. Uh, Superpower. (laughs) If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Time travel maybe and pancakes or waffles waffles Duh. <laughs> uh describe your perfect day
1: that's not a quick question
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a you gotta keep it fresh man you gotta it's, get some it's good problem solved uh pineapples on pizza yes or no
1: yeah yeah why not
0: uh, favorite TV show right now?
1: BoJack Horseman.
0: Coke or Pepsi? Uh, coffee. Coffee. <laughs> um, if you could add any word to the dictionary, what would it be? Um, cardistry.
1: Packet cut maybe.
0: Cardistry, uh, yeah. yeah. We need to make a petition. Um, honestly. If an actor portrayed if an actor portrayed you in a movie, who would you want it to be?
1: Kyle Tran. Yeah, his fee would be pretty steep, but
0: uh. Yeah. If, if
1: we, can, if we can You're not him. the
0: first person to answer that question with Kyle Tran. <laughs> oh, Really? Yeah. Um, Damn. Kyle Law did the. He is and. Mm. Okay, you know who he is. Um, yeah. Summer or winter. Summer. Have you ever broken a bone?
1: So I broke my, I fractured my pinky twice, but I don't remember which one was which. So it might've been both or it might've been one. Yeah. And I think it does loudly affect how I hold cards. The more, you know,
0: yeah. The more, you know, card street talk exclusive timer went off while you were answering that question. So I'll tally up how many questions that was in the edit. I'm not sure now, but, um, the high score was like 15, I think uh, at the Mm -hmm. moment, but thank you for participating in the rapid round of questions and for taking your time to talk. Um, at the end of the show, I like to do what I call roll up, roll out the close up pad. Is there anything you would want to promote or any last nugget you would want Mm -hmm. to leave the audience with?
1: Um, too late to vote so you yeah. can't plug that uh the eric andre show sundays 8 p.m eastern time i think midnight eastern time that's a good one um yeah
0: there you go, there go. eric andre show it's it, oh, it a crazy show um yep yeah. thank you once again lars for being on the show thank you guys for watching all the way or listening if you are listening I appreciate it, and I hope everybody has a fantastic day. See you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Card Street Talk. If you enjoyed it, consider following the podcast. You can also find me on YouTube and Instagram.